0: This is really Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron. We do come together each day to know the truth live on spiritual principle and align with universal law, we also come together in community to develop world renowned spiritual teachers, leaders, and soul based business owners that want to bring spiritual principle, awaken to the truth of who they are and bring it to the world. So let's do this thing. Science of Mind 102. So Science of Mind, I love the lineage of Science of Mind based in truth, based from Ernest Holmes and the entire lineage of new thought. But it's interesting because if you think about science of mind, let's bring the science in. So we're actually going to be doing Science of Mind 102. And I'm so honored because I've been asked to create a doctorate program to develop Doctors of Divinity and a lot of the work that I have developed, which is the E4 trauma method and understanding how to do your emotional trauma of this lifetime and past lifetimes and bringing in the modern sciences of the world. Everything from epigenetics, neuroscience, quantum mechanics, and so on and so forth. So today, let's talk about the Science of Mind 102. So my personal journey in this work has obviously been a long time. As you guys know, I had a stillborn at 22 that really sent me on the track of my spiritual journey of really committing to seeking truth. And after my stillborn, I got pregnant a month of the day with my son, who now is 24 years old. Well, when he was a year old, or just before that, I think, we were on a... We went on a trip to Southern Utah. I was actually living in Park City, Utah at this point in time, way before I lived in Los Angeles, even though I'm from California. And we were on our way back from the trip. And I'll never forget this moment. We were going 60 miles per hour on the freeway. It was his son's father and my little one-year-old son, Coburn, and my this, the father, of my son lost track of the somehow the control of it and something broke or something like that. And the trailer began to sway back and forth going 60 miles per hour. And it started swinging so bad that it took the entire car and it flung us and we literally rolled at 60 miles per hour on the freeway. And I'll never forget that, you know, whatever you want to say 10, 20 seconds there. And I thought, Oh my gosh, my, my son's gonna die again. And we're all gonna die and it's over and my entire life flashed before me. And luckily, we landed right side up, and my son, of course, was crying. He had been sleeping when when the accident began. He was crying, and I was checking him, and he was fine. And um, we were both okay. We walked away from the accident, and the entire trailer was in a a thousand pieces, and it was a miracle that we lived. And we drove home uh, with some friends that day. And I remember getting back and being like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're not hurt. And I went in for an MRI. And my back was majorly messed up. And um, I think I was just in so much adrenaline from worrying about my son being dead, that I was not even able to get in touch with my own pain. And I herniated my, my back. Um, and I actually was in a lot of pain. And I couldn't walk for weeks on at time. And I I, I, I just was like so messed up from the accident that my back was so messed up and I couldn't walk for times. It would just go out and it was awful. And so I began the process of healing my back and I knew that I didn't want to get surgery which they suggested I had. And I began to do breath work, I began to every single night at night, I would put my legs up or even when it was, you know, I couldn't walk. And I would breathe. And I would know that there has to be there has to be healing factor of the of the universe and in my body, because I knew this, this was the stuff I was studying in spirituality. And it significantly got better through that process. But it wasn't until I began to do my subconscious work that um, over some years that I completely healed my back. I had no more pain in my back. And I just thought, what the hell is possible? What is possible? And how does that work from a scientific perspective? How is the mind that powerful to heal thyself, to heal the body, to heal something that, that the doctors would say you can't heal? So as I began to dive into, of course, science of mind, I recognize, you know, the power of the mind and how we basically are able to use the power of our mind to inform our subconscious mind and inform universal law. So then I began to dive deeper and deeper into it. And that is what I really want to share with you guys today. The Science of Mind 102. And I'd like to begin with epigenetics. Epigenetics is really super fascinating because if you take a look at what is epigenetics, well, epigenetics is what is above the genes, if you will. And a good example of this is if you had two twins and they have the exact identical genes, but they grow up in different environments, they have different perceptions of life, their actual genes would be, their genes would be completely the same, but I've heard a great analogy that it would be like the alphabet, it would be totally the same, but the spacing between the alphabet and the punctuations would be completely different. Therefore, the alphabet would be read completely different. And that's what happens at an epigenetic level. That it is our that it is what informs to turn on or turn off the expression of our genes. The epigenome is how your genes are expressed. So the epigenetics place basically tags on your DNA, telling the cell how to read it. And it basically condenses or decondenses the cells, I mean, sorry, the, the DNA, the reading codes, so what's expressed or not expressed. So we have to understand and recognize that we have trillions and trillions of cells in our body. And these cells, you know, have the genetic... They have total abundance to turn on and turn off, like basically do miracles, if you will, in the body. And it's said that within every cell, there is the same DNA within every cell, but it's just the expression of that DNA of that cell that tells it whether it is a lung or whether it's a kidney or whether it's growing hair or whatever it is to do. We have to recognize that there's like a lieutenant in charge that's commanding the cells and it's you, it's your pure consciousness. And if you have limitations, if you have stress, if you are in dysfunctional relationship, if you are all these things, it will basically condense and squeeze your, you know, the epigenetics and it won't be able to do what it's supposed to do. So if you think about it, each DNA has, has so much DNA, every cell has each, every cell has so much DNA, if you stretch it out, it would be about the, the height of, of how tall you are approximately. And so what happens is there's what's called histones. And there is 30 million histones in every cell. And histones basically, because if you take this long, long DNA, how do you fit it into a cell? Well, they, it wraps around what's considered like histones. And around protein clusters, which is chromatin. So chromatin is basically made up of histones and your DNA. And it wraps around like a spool. And basically, yeah, it's like it It basically, it turns like a knob, and it either tightens it and suppresses it, or it releases it and is able to read it. There's two things that, that are able to do this methyl groups and histones. Methyl groups basically switch on and off your DNA and histones are like a knob that tightens it and loosens it. So every cell in your body has a specific methyl and histone code. And so this is what we are here to do. One of the great teachers of this work as well is Joe Dispenza. And one of the things that he does that's so fascinating is he Um, You know, he takes and he delivers these great conferences where he takes tons of people and he begins to measure their upregulation and their downregulation of what's going on at the epigenetic and DNA and all these different levels. So one of his favorite, one of my favorite quotes of Joe Dispenza, which basically sums up the entire work that I do in the E4 trauma method is, a memory without emotional charge is called Wisdom. I'm going to read that one more time. A memory without emotional charge is called wisdom. So if we want to allow the body for the DNA coding to be expressed in its purest potential in its highest form, we want to do a few things. We want to take the charge off of past memories, anything in, in our memory, in our epigenetics, on our DNA. Why do we want to do this? Because the charge is creating stress within the body. Okay. So what happens and what can we do to help our DNA be expressed in its fullest and help our epigenetics is we want to lower our stress and we want to put ourselves in less stressful environments, in clean environments that are not toxic. Okay. So a memory without emotional charge is called wisdom. Because everything that's happened to us in our life is here to help us, help us grow, help us have more wisdom, help us understand all of life. And if we are, you know, having emotional trauma and and charge left over from things in our past, it will be playing out in a stressful way and projecting into our current state when we're totally present here and now in the breath in the presence we have full freedom of choice and we're able to do it without responding, without without um, getting triggered. We do it from a pure choice perspective. So another analogy of, a, of really good, um, our genes being expressed is the computer analogy, which I love so much, which if you take a look at the computer analogy and you take a look at genes, genes are like the hardware of us, okay? Epigenetics is like the programming, the programming that tells our genes to be expressed or not expressed, if you will. The genome does all the work, okay? So epigenome tells it what to do. It's It's like the consciousness of who we are is basically commanding the epigenome and the genome does all the work it's like the law right we teach in the science of mind that consciousness or love directs the way and the law makes it possible the conscious aspect of us tells the genome tells the epigenome what to do and the genes are like the hardware it's only able to do whatever it's able to do which whatever your genes are right so what influences this? Of course, the environment, stress, and diet. Also, another thing that really influences epigenetics is in vitro. It's when the mother is pregnant with the fetus, and it is imprinting literally on every single cell, on all the epigenetics of what to do to cause disease or not, to, to express in its fully thing there's some cancers now, the epigenetics turns on bad genes. Okay, so scientists are creating drugs to turn off those genes, which I love science. I mean, I love, you know, traditional Western medicine is great. If I break my arm, I want to go to a doctor and get fixed, right? But I don't believe in my personal thing about turning off genes, I would prefer it if someone's able to do their inner work, do their inner trauma work and begin to do this naturally. It's like putting a band-aid on something instead of actually dealing with the issue, okay? So even we recognize now in epigenetics, and I'm not a traditional doctor, I'm a doctor of divinity. But even smoking before you become pregnant can impact your future child as a father as a mother. So we have to recognize that our lineage epigenetics is we're now proving that all memory of all lifetimes lives in your epigenetics. So what we what your grandparents did are affecting you now. Okay, so that's why again, when we say when you do your inner work, when you do your inner trauma work, it impacts future generations and impacts, you know, past generations in that it cleans up your DNA. I truly believe that spiritual work is not some woo-woo thing. It is science-based. And I recognize that science has only been around, you know, like for a few hundred years. Epigenetics was only discovered in 1970s. Spiritual work, we've been preaching this for 5,000 years, okay? But the truth is, is that from my perspective, is that spirituality, we're doing the work that is science-based, that it's it's all one thing. There's no time or space. There's no past life or this life. It's all one thing going on. So another great teacher of this work is Bruce Lipton. Bruce Lipton was a teacher of biology for 20 years, and he wrote the book Biology of Belief. He states, we can control our lives by controlling our perceptions. And isn't this true? Perceptions is everything. The biology belief explores how cells receive and process information. Implications of this research radically change our understanding of life, showing that genes and DNA do not control our biology. Instead, DNA is controlled by signals from outside the cell, including genetic messages emanating from our positive and negative thoughts. So genetic determinism is an old school thing that thought we just have fixed genes, and it's immutable. And it's, you know, just out of outside of conscious control. And now we recognize this is not true whatsoever. We have set genes, but our genes are basically told what to do from the outside. And what environment we choose to put ourselves is a conscious choice. What food we choose to eat is a conscious choice. And what positive or negative signals is a conscious choice. The moment that you assign a positive or negative meaning, we instantaneously have a positive negative response within the body. So it is up to us through the science of mind through our thing, right? So whatever we believe, we believe, be and live. Creates our thoughts and our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our emotions and the emotions create the circumstances of our lives, including the dis-ease or, you know, peace and expression, right? Joe spends again, the favorite quote is a memory without emotional charge is called wisdom. He wrote the book, Becoming Supernatural, Breaking Habits of Being Yourself, You Are the Placebo. The recognition is this, you can even overcome your personality. We need to start thinking outside of what we think is possible. And realizing that we've seen healing spontaneous remission of things, stage four cancers, we've seen overcoming, you know, all kinds of different things. I personally have seen people grow back their hair through this work. I've seen people like have like no more pain in their body. I personally have experienced it. This is real. So the call to action is to connect the brain and heart coherence to do your E4 trauma work, to release every emotional charge on the past, to do meditation, to reprogram your subconscious mind and to align with your truth, and to put yourself into an environment with community and love and recognizing right here right now that you have the power. So this is all about the science of mind 102. Yes. It is up to you. And so in this I say take a deep breath in through the nose and exhale out. I recognize the power of mind. The science of mind. That there is no separation between science and spirituality, that it is all one thing going on, recognizing the cause, the first cause, the cause of an effect of life, which all comes from one thing, the first cause, which is mind, which is consciousness, which is the backing of energy. And through the backing of this energy that has created everything from the DNA in every single cell, the trillions of cells that live in us, to every single aspect of our lives. I recognize that I am that. I am the I am factor that is that is telling every last drop of, of matter, of the energy of every cell, what to do. I recognize right here, right now, the power that I am, the power that you are. And I declare to wake up to the truth. And live my specific truth. Live in alignment with universal law. Live in alignment with mother nature so we can have the greatest expression of love. And I recognize right here, right now, that it is my will because my will is God's will to live the highest expression of me, that that is what I'm here. That is the meaning of my life to be the highest version of myself, complete my DNA and bring my legacy to this world. I simply know this with total gratitude, total certainty. As I spoke and speak my word right now into eternity, I am and therefore it is. As together we say, And so it is. Okay, guys, have a great day. And um, if you are just first coming on this podcast, um, know that there are answers that you can come into my community, Soul Society, which is the New Thought um, movement, and recognizing that you can do your inner work you can birth your truth. We also develop business aspect of things. So bringing your business soul based business, you do not need to be a spiritual leader. We do all we have all kinds of different people in the program, we do develop spiritual leaders, we certify in all aspects, we are now going to be certifying people as spiritual practitioners, ministers, and yes, doctorate divinities. And we do spiritual coaching, certification. And we also develop people, we have real estate agents, we have all different people that want to bring this, this work into their, their business as well. So I want to develop you as a personal CEO of your personal and professional life. Together, we are awakening the world. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to the world. (laughs) They have a gift and message to bring to the world. And together, we are awakening the world. Have a beautiful day. And may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in Soul Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to SoulCiety.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.